then I got to a point when I was 19 and I had a massive realization in two parts. And one was that if I wanted to just be successful in business, that I had to get good with people because truthfully, at the end of the day, no matter what business you're in, you're in the people business Two, And I would say even more importantly, that if I just want to enjoy my life on a day-to-day basis, that I need to get good with humans because I will never get away from them. Retirement. That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach, feet up, reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Doucette, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Retirement. Joining me today is Stu Massengill. I'm really excited to have him here. He's a peak performance strategist for Tony Robbins, and he's the founder of Finding Direction, where he helps people go from lost in life to creating a life full of passion and fulfillment. I'm not going to go too much more into it because I'm hoping that uh, Stu will do that for us. So welcome, Stu. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I massively appreciate it. I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to hearing about your story because I I have read a little bit and seen a little bit, but uh, I know that you didn't just suddenly become a peak performance strategist for for Tony Robbins. You uh, had a few other things along the way. And and I'm interested in finding out about that because I know I was an introverted kind of person and I still am. And I know there are a lot of them out there. So maybe you can give us just kind of a Reader's Digest version of where your life went and how you got where you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so again, thank you for having me on the show. I, I massively appreciate it and um, am grateful to be able to add value in any way that I can. And to give a little bit of background on my story, um, I kind of grew up similar to what you're saying is the shyer type of person, the more introverted. I had an older sibling and he was like the outgoing one. He was the stud. He was social. And then I was just like more or less kind of just like in his shadow, right? I was saw myself as the quieter sibling, the one that didn't talk as much. And as I kind of went throughout my life, that was just what I embodied. And then I got to a point when I was 19 um, and I was introduced to network marketing, sort of like we were talking about earlier. And I had a massive realization in two parts. And one was that if I wanted to just be successful in business, that I had to get good with people because truthfully, at the end of the day, no matter what business you're in, you're in the people business. Right. Right? And so I realized one, well, if I actually want to succeed and like do well financially in my life, I got to get good with humans. And then two, and I would say even more importantly, that if I just want to enjoy my life on a day to day basis, that I need to get good with humans because I will never get away from them. Right. Like they're (laughs) everywhere. You go in the grocery store. They're there. You go to the bank. They're there. You're you're walking down the street. They're there. Like they're everywhere. Um, And so I really just became obsessed with people. I didn't have any idea on how people really had conversations. Like I was, I didn't want to have a conversation, but the bigger part behind that was because I was clueless on what people actually spoke about. I was just like, what do people talk about for five minutes, let alone 10 minutes, let alone like an hour. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what do you talk about? Um, And so to save a long story short, I basically 
went through this four year process where I really just obsessed over humans. Um, and I got really good at communicating with people, connecting with people, building relationships, networking, and it opened a lot of incredible doors in my life. And then ultimately, and it's interesting that before we started recording, we were talking about how sometimes you close a door and you don't have the next door opened. And so you, you, you jump into this next place and you're lost in a sense. And so for me, after these four years of learning about people and being in the network marketing industry, I felt called to do something else. And so I left, but I did exactly what you're talking about is I left and I was all of a sudden like, uh, what's, you know, like lost, like what, yeah. What's my purpose in this world? Why am I here? Just like, it was the, the most painful thing I've ever been through in my life. Um, and I had cancer for a little bit and I've gotten through that. I'm healthy today. For me, this was worse than the cancer was just feeling utterly lost. And so, um, for the next four years to again, save a long story short, I went through a lot of different things on, you know, how do I figure out why I'm here in this world and what my purpose is and what I'm supposed to do. And then that's ultimately what landed me now being a peak performance trainer with Tony Robbins and then doing the stuff I'm doing with finding direction with the podcast and the university and all that good stuff. Right. Yeah. Wow. So there's a lot of things going on there. Yeah. So that's in a nutshell. So your your um your time in your network marketing company helped you learn how to network a little bit. Obviously, learned how to talk to people, and you've um, built up your your um, finding direction university finding direction program. Yeah. Um, what do you do in in your program? Yeah. So really, the biggest thing that I went through in my life again, one of the most painful things was what's my purpose and why am I here and why am I on this planet? And what I realized is I went through the next four years figuring out what I wanted to do with my life. And I realized that there's so many other people out there that kind of twofold one are introverted and shy and don't necessarily want to be in that place, but they just don't know how to get out of it. Um, And then on a second fold, there's a lot of people out there that don't know what they want to do with their life. And that's, you know, whether you're fresh out of college or even whether you're retiring and you're going, well, what the heck's next? Um, and so really what I found out is that throughout the last nine years, I would say, of my life, I went through this entire process of getting good with communicating, with networking, and then ultimately not using those in the network marketing space, but using those in life and finding your direction in life. And so in the university, what we do is we help people build better communication, build better networking skills. And then ultimately use those skills to not only figure out what they want to do with their life, but most importantly, to execute on making that a reality in their life. Because even if you know what you want to do in this world, if you can't execute on making that happen, then it, then it, it's great, but you're one step away from, from really living the life that you want. And so we kind of pack all that together um, throughout the university and it's, it's a blast. I love it. Wow. So that, I mean, that's the thing you're saying, you you figure out what it is you want to do and how to do it. Um, How do you take them? How do you, uh, I guess the thing I want to know is um, you've got some insights into figuring out your direction, figuring out what it is you're looking for, what you're passionate about. How do you help people who are, for example, preparing to retire? How do they figure out what it is that they're, that they're going to do with themselves? Yeah, I I would say one of the biggest things, even stepping into that is allowing yourself to just like dream again, right? Allowing yourself to like be open to the possibilities. 
And then a big thing we do with a lot of the students we work with is a lot of people, they come into figuring out their life, whether it's in retirement or out of college, looking at, looking at life, like there's so many things I can do in my life um, that I just don't know where to go, right? That there's so many different roads I can take, which way should I actually go? And really what we've found out is that if you look back on everything in your life, you realize that there are a lot of things out there, but more importantly, there's probably three to five things that throughout your life you've continuously been attracted to, right? Whether it was you're a big mountain person and you always love going and skiing. Maybe it was you um, loved communicating with people and that was your thing. Maybe it was you uh, always loved wine, right? And that was your <laughs> thing. Um, but if you go back through your life, there's things you're always been pulled towards, attracted towards. And so really what we share with people is figure out what are three to five things that you've been attracted towards. And then it comes into the process of how can you use the network that you've built throughout your life, especially if you're going into retirement, you have a massive network. And even if you listen to this and you go, well, I don't have that big of a network. I'm going to challenge you a little bit because if you've been alive 50, 60, 70 years, depending where you're retiring, you do have a lot of people that you know. And one of the most powerful parts that I'll touch on really quick, there was a woman named Meg Jay, and she wrote this book called The Defining Decade. And to wrap up a powerful concept she discovered is that in life, there's things called strong ties and there's things called loose ties. And now strong ties are people, they're your best friend, they're your family. You could walk in their house, open their fridge, drink their carton of milk. They see you, they're like, oh, hey, good to see you, right? Those are strong ties, great relationships. Loose ties are acquaintances, people you don't know as well. And what she found out throughout her research is that oftentimes it's the loose ties that are the people that open doors that can change opportunities in our life. Really? Right? That's interesting. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're going into retirement, you look at what are these three to five things who are people that I know in these industries, and then you start connecting with those people, right? You start networking with those people. And I would say the biggest thing you want to do is just really see how you can add value to them, right? See how you can help with what they're working on um, and then find a way to, to, to try it. And, you know, if you're going into retirement, you want to go into this place of, okay, well, if there's three to five things that I've always been attracted to, rather than trying to sit there all day long and go, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do the other? What I'm a massive encourager of is experiential learning, right? And so it's like, if you have, let's say three ideas of what you want to do, don't sit there and analyze what you think you'll actually enjoy, but go try it, right? It's like a, a simple, stupid analogy I always share with people is like, think of the first time you found out you loved pizza. And when you go back to that moment, did you, did you stand around the pizza and you were like, oh, the pizza looks good. I like pizza. And then you're like, oh, I, it smells good. You're like, the pepperonis look really delicious. And then your friend came by and was like, hey, pizza's good. And all of a sudden you're like, okay, I like pizza. <laughs> like, absolutely not. That's not how you found out you liked it. You found out you liked it because you grabbed a slice, you took a bite and you were like, oh my God, pizza's unbelievable. I'm going to eat pizza the rest of my life. And so we need to have that same approach and philosophy as we're figuring out what we want to do with our life, that we need to be trying and experimenting these things. Um, and that's truly what's going to give you so much more clarity on, on what you want to do with your life. And it's so true, isn't it, that we don't do that. We, most people aren't ready to just jump in and try things. They're, they're scared. There's something in the back of their head, some, you know, some belief that they've got that's saying, oh, well, I can't do that. I might fail. What if, you know, what if I do? And that, you know, that kind of yeah. changes how they approach everything. 
Yeah, one of the most interesting things that someone once told me is until you actually try something, it's a guess at best. Yep. Right? And it's like like a simple example I had in my life is I love action sports. I'm a I'm a massive snowboarder. I grew up being a skateboarder. And I really thought that in my life, if I could work in that industry, like my life would be made, that I would be so happy, so ecstatic. And so I went and worked for Vans, which is the largest action sports company in the world. And in a matter of like the first two months I was there, the first couple of weeks, even I had this massive realization that I was like, wow, I love doing this as an activity, but this is not what I want to do as a calling (laughs) and for work in my life. And it was like the only reason that I was able to figure that out and get that clarity was because I went and worked for a company. I like actually tried it. Yeah, exactly. And that's why you say you have, you know, three or four or five different things that you're interested in, that you're involved in. Yeah. Give, give them a shot, see where, see what really draws you out. Yeah. And, and it's a process, you know, it's not, it's not, you're going to wake up tomorrow and know exactly what you want to do with your life. But my question would be, would you want to spend, you know, the next 20 years doing something that you don't actually love, or would you rather spend two or three years figuring it out and then spend 17 years where you are just lit up like a Christmas tree? Right. Because you just spent 20 or 30 or so years probably doing something that you didn't necessarily like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and we look at like, that's a great point too. I think one of the interesting parts is, is we're in this COVID sort of world and, um, you know, everything that's happening, it's like a lot of people, fortunately or unfortunately, depending the way you look at it, were given the answer to a prayer they've been asking for maybe years or even decades, right? Of, I don't really like this. I don't know if I want to be here. And then finally, maybe you got laid off, something happened and you're not there anymore. And instead of being in this place of, oh, I don't have a job anymore. I'm not working there anymore. It's like, take a moment, breathe, realize that maybe you've been given a gift. Maybe life's happening for you, not to you. And then go look at what are the things that actually might light you up and go start trying those things so that you don't have to, again, just like you're saying, spend the next 20 years doing the same thing that you were doing before, expecting something to magically change. Right. It's hard though in the, in the moment, um, you know, when you've been let go from one job, if that's the way it happened to just suddenly say, okay, maybe I can breathe for a moment. Um, Takes a a strong uh, commitment to say, okay, this is happening for a good thing, not, not happening to me. Yeah. A really interesting thing I heard the other day, um, I was listening to this podcast and this woman was speaking about, and I'm not going to remember her name, but she was speaking about how, when she got laid off, she like, she went and put it on Facebook. And and I think this is a great way you can incorporate this is most people are like, well, I got fired. I don't want to let people know, or my ego's in the way. And like, I'm not going to share that. But let's say for a moment, you just went on Facebook and you said, Hey, I just got laid off. I'm, I'm looking to, you know, make some changes in my life. X, Y, and Z are some things I've always had passion about. Like if you have any connection or relationship with anyone in this space, I'd love to just pick your brain for a couple of minutes and see how I could maybe add value to their world. And it's like, you never know. Maybe someone responds to that Facebook post and goes, oh my God, like Mary, my best friends worked in this industry for 15 years. I would love, uh, yeah, I'm happy to introduce you. And then boom, maybe you find yourself in a place that you actually love because you were vulnerable enough to to put yourself in a place where some magical things can really happen scary idea scary idea (laughs) but you know at the end of the day we we all get out of this world the same right dead so yep (laughs) i don't think you'll die from it no exactly no one's ever died from saying something like that yeah so and and people are gen genuinely 
good people at the, at the end of the day. And so, you know, I think if you put something out that and you, you show yourself to be that vulnerable, especially in the world that we're in today, um, you may have some people that react poorly, but you may have some people that really empathize with you and, and do want to help you in your situation. Yeah, I think you're right. So one of the things that I read in the little intro about you, not out loud, but, um, that was, said to <laughs> yeah. Me, yeah. um, is that, uh, you can you can talk a little bit about the power of your belief system and how it affects your life and your business. Yeah. Um, can you uh, elaborate on that a little bit? Because I know everybody's belief system is a little bit different. Yeah. So beliefs are a very large rabbit hole. So we'll see which way we we go into it. But I would say really one of the biggest things you want to understand first and foremost is that every human behavior that you have in your life is belief driven. And behind every action you take every single day or every lack of action, there's truly just a set of beliefs, right? Belief is like you look at people that sometimes in life truly know what they want in life, but they don't, they know what they want in life and they know how to do it, but then they don't do what they know, right? And, and why does that happen? Because oftentimes there's this underlying current, aka our beliefs that actually get in our way. So I would really say one of the biggest things you want to you want to start to understand as you look at some of these beliefs is number one, you want to become to start start to become aware of what are the beliefs that are maybe holding me back? What are the beliefs that are maybe controlling my life? And again, this is sometimes easier said than done. But if you really take a moment to get still, right, maybe go for a walk if that's if that's the way do some yoga, do something right. But ask yourself, like, what are the things that are actually stopping me? from creating the life that I want to live. And then as you get those, you can start to ask yourself, is this serving me in a positive way? Or is this serving me in a way that maybe doesn't benefit my life? And honestly, a very simple exercise people can do that can be very powerful is let's say you have this belief of fear or of um, what other people are going to think if you do this or whatever it is, a very, very, very simple exercise you can do is literally write it down on a piece of paper, go outside and light the piece of paper on fire. And just let it burn, right? And it's this sort of of out-of-body experience you can have sometimes where it's like you are literally taking the beliefs that are in your head, you're putting them on paper. So first and foremost, you're recognizing that that belief's not actually you, right? And if we go back into some research, um, what was it? Stanford University did a study and they actually found out that 50% of our patterns as a human are formed by the time we're five. Wow. Half half of our patterns. And 95% of our patterns and habits as a human are formed at the time we're 18 years old. So really, as you put this on paper, and as you listen to some of these things, you can really start to understand that these beliefs, that they are not you. Like these are a pattern that you have. This is, these are a habit that you maybe picked up somewhere in your life, but these beliefs are not actually you. And so you can burn those as a fun little exercise. And then I would ask you, because you really want to get leverage on yourself. That's how you, you'll change. Right. My mentor, Tony, he says, reasons come first and answers come second. Right. If you have enough reasons, you can change anything in your life. And so after you burn that as as another fun exercise, I would encourage you to go inside to get a journal or a pen and a notepad or a computer if you're a typer and write down what would your life look like three to six months from now if you no longer let this belief have control over your life. And as you start to get some empowering reasons on why you must change this or what would happen if you did change this, that can allow a lot of people to no longer give that belief power over them. And if you want to go down the other side of the rabbit hole, 
and this is a little bit of a, a darker rabbit hole, you can start to ask yourself, well, what else has this cost me in my life? Right? What are the opportunities I've missed out on this? What is the financial impact that it's caused in my life because of this? What are the stress implications that have happened because of this in my life? And when you have enough reasons on why what's cost you, and then you have enough reasons on how your future can be compelling by shifting these, then you can open up a space of giving yourself an opportunity to truly ask, do I want to change these or do I want to keep these? Um, and, and so those are a couple of things that you can do to start to shift some of those beliefs. But I think really it starts around the awareness of what are the beliefs that are controlling my life? What are the beliefs that have held me back? And do I want to continue to give those power over my life? Deep things you got to think about. You got to be willing to make some changes. They are some deep things, but I think when you really think about it as, as deep as they are, if you've gone through life and, and I work with clients all the time that, you know, they're going into retirement and they've had some of these patterns that have been in their life or these habits that have been in their life, these beliefs that have been in their lives for not weeks, for not months, for not years, but for decades. Yeah. And, and if they've affected you for decades, as deep as of a place it may be to go into, you want to ask yourself, well, just like we were speaking about. Do you want it to affect you for another couple of decades or do you really want to do something about it? Yeah. And that's some of the stuff that you, uh, that you help people with in, in finding direction. Um, so yeah, we work on beliefs and finding direction. And then I do a lot of stuff with beliefs with Tony Robbins as well. Yeah. Um, so I do a lot of trainings with Tony before COVID. We were traveling 340 days a year. Wow. Now we're all virtual. Um, so we do a lot of stuff online now and helping people shift a lot of those beliefs. So I do a little bit of both with um, finding direction and with Tony. Wow. It sounds like uh, probably a good thing for just about anybody to take a look at and think about at some point, just to you know make sure that they're going down the right road. Yeah, absolutely. So if somebody wanted to uh, find out a little bit more about finding direction or a little bit more about you and what you do, how could they do that? Yeah, I would say the best way um, we have a free ebook because Basically, as I mentioned, I grew up as this shy, quiet, introverted person that went into this lost space. And so I created an ebook that would have massively helped me when I was in that place. Um, and if anybody wants access to that, it's called Five Steps to Meeting Anyone You Desire for Introverts. Okay. And it's you can go to findingdirectionuniversity.com forward slash giveaway. Awesome. And again, the ebook is Five Steps to Meeting Anyone You Desire for Introverts, findingdirectionuniversity.com slash giveaway. Um, so people can go there to get that free resource. And I'm a, again, a massive believer that once you figure out what those three to five things are that you have interest in, then it comes to how can you build a powerful network that allows you to try some of those things quicker and more effectively. That's how you compress decades of figuring out your life into years or even months to figure out what you want to do with your life. So, um, yeah. And, and if I can help people in any way, um, you know, reach out, I'm, I'm happy to help. I'm, I'm, uh, truly believe I'm here just to help in any way that I can. So that's fabulous. I'll make sure that that goes into the show notes so people can find it. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for being with me. Um, is there anything, anything going on that you'd like to tell people about before we uh, close up? Um, I wouldn't really say so. I mean, if you want to check out finding direction university, you can go get the free ebook. Um, and then we'll just keep you updated about everything that's going on. But I, I would say that's probably the best place to go. Awesome. Thanks so much, Stu. It's been really uh, great talking to you. Yeah, absolutely, Jackie. Thank you so much. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. 
Are you ready to start rocking your retirement? Head on over to www.beyondretirement.ca forward slash rocking it and sign up to plan out your own roadmap for retirement. Don't wait till it's too late.